Welcome to Healthy Energy with Margot. In our show, we explore the various ways we can connect to our energy and shift our perspective to create change in our being and in life. Now, here is your host, Margot Nielsen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Healthy Energy with Margot. It's another magical Monday. Thank you so much for joining me today, whether you are live or listening to the recording. If you're live and you'd like to ask us a question during the show, please call in at 1-866-472-5792. My guest today is Carlina Vanderway. Carlina is a business consultant. Oh, hello. <laughs> Carlina is a business consultant and a certi- certified facilitator of access consciousness, and she's an amazing facilitator. She travels the world facilitating people to create more easily the things they desire, to increase their money flows, create more happiness in their daily lives, and to create new businesses and money flows. I read that twice. What future would you like to create today? Obviously, my brain's not working as well either, Carlina. So <laughs> welcome, Carlina. And thank you so much for taking the time for joining me today. I know you're a busy lady with moving this past weekend. So well, I'm just happy to have you here. And thank you for the compliment of an amazing facilitator. I appreciate that. Well, you are. You've helped me at different times. And I use that actually as an example in my bars classes of who does it belong to one time when you helped me with something? And it was just, it's a real testament to that, that statement, who does it belong to and how much we actually dive into processing for other yeah. people, sometimes unbeknownst to our own self. Yes. Yeah. It was only like five minutes ago that I was asking that very question. <laughs> <laughs> who does all this belong to? How many people have you tapped into in moving? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's not super ease on my body so that question really helps when you're you know willing to look at like am I just healing myself or can I stop healing other people like what are we doing body <laughs> what exactly. else is possible <laughs> <laughs> so today we're talking about kindness and it all starts with you so maybe before we begin with that you can share a little bit about you and how you became you came to be a business consultant and a facilitator with access and just your journey a little bit um, gosh, where to start? Um, I mean, I've, you know, I've, I've ran several businesses and, um, I've done almost every job under the sun, uh, over time. And I have this ability to kind of over, like not only see into the future, but also get a really clear overview picture of things and, and how things fit and where the holes are. So that gives me a really good perspective when it comes to businesses of, what's required and, um, and then also how to implement that. And so, you know, that helps a lot with business consulting and, um, and then these access consciousness questions are amazing when it comes to that and actually getting people to look at the possibilities rather than constantly conclude. Cause what we tend to do with business is, Oh, you know, that's not working. So I have to do this and that will work. Well, if we didn't conclude, then what? If we simply kept asking questions and questions, then what else is possible that we've never actually considered or thought of? And I became an Access Certified Facilitator um, in 2012, so that's like, what, six, uh, about six years ago? And I've been facilitating since then. I've also worked with Access for several years, and um, it has been an amazing journey actually taking these tools and these questions and putting them into practice 
and actually applying them to everything that I do and everything that I play with and everything that I take on and actually asking questions and looking at the possibilities and changing my own life. And that gives me so much, you know, it's kind of like what you said about the who does it belong to. You use it in your bars class. It seems for me like everything that I do, everything that I choose gives me that um, substance basically for what I facilitate, whether it's private facilitation with people or classes that I facilitate um, for groups, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how I got started, I think. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds good to me. (laughs) And I know I've taken (laughs) classes with you and, and yeah, just, uh, it's good. You do, you do have a way with asking the questions, which is, it's beautiful. So thank you for being you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's, uh, (laughs) it's one of the most fun things for me to do. So I guess it shows. It certainly does. I know I love doing the bars classes, just that, you know, asking questions, even even people, you know, a conversation on Saturday night with a friend and just asking her some questions. And um, it just helps people to see things in a different way, which is very cool. Yeah. So what, it what opens does the door to something different that wasn't there, you know, before you started, which is, yeah, that's the true gift of all of it. You bet. So what does kindness mean? Since that's our topic, well, what's kind? that's the what's question kindness? I start with when I start my classes. <laughs> ah, hey, that's a great question. I know, because it is, um, kindness is, it's something that we ha- tend to have a lot of judgments of. Um, we tend to have a lot of ideas of what it should be. And yet, um, even when we are kind, we tend to be kinder to others. But then we forget about ourselves. Or um, we'll see that people are generally kind, but then they're not necessarily always kind to yourself, but we just dismiss that and we don't actually acknowledge what is so that more of that kindness can show up. And, you know, like I really, um, in this world, in this day, I really don't feel there is enough kindness anymore and we could certainly include a lot more of it in our daily lives. And one of the ways to do that is to actually pay attention and put some focus on um, kindness and where it is in your life, where you are being it, where you're not, where it isn't in your life, where the people around you are it and are not it. And what that does is it gives information as to, you know, where it is, where it's not, so you can choose and become more aware of where it's missing and where you can choose different. So kindness itself, it actually dates back to the 1300th century and it relates to courtesy and noble deeds, um, basically meaning kind deeds, kind feelings, um, kind of thing that we do onto others. And then kind itself is friendly and deliberately doing good to others. So really, even in its definition, it doesn't, always include ourselves, which most of us are very quick to exclude ourselves from so many things. And that's where um, kindness, like where it starts with you, it starts with you, it also includes you. And that's one thing that I think a lot of people have been missing. I would agree. That's that's part of the theme of this whole radio show started with being kind to you. And that's what I leave, leave people with at the end is do something kind for yourself. 
Because we are kinder to other people. Well, we are kinder to other people. I always say to my people around me, clients and whatnot, you need to be your own best friend in a way because we treat somebody else so much nicer than ourselves. And then we beat ourselves up. We make ourselves wrong. And we forget that even stopping for a few minutes and taking a few deep breaths and just kind of being with yourself can be a kindness. Absolutely. That, that can actually be one of the greatest kindnesses that you could give to yourself. Because we don't Breathing. do that like you say. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, like, I mean, I'm a terrible example right now. since <laughs> like I've been moving. So I've been like packing and, and cleaning and organizing. And, you know, it's like, go, go, go. And there really isn't time to just sit and slow down and just be, just to be and check in with your body, check in with you and what's required for your body kind of thing. So it is one of the kind of things that we can do is just to take five to 10 minutes and be and ask questions and wonder what would be a contribution to you today and what would be a kindness to you today. Those are some good questions. Because that would that would yeah. bring the more awareness is what what kindness can I be for me? And then playing yeah. it out with the ripple effect into your own family or the people around you is can I do something kind for them to kind of get into that habit of, okay, let's play with this a little bit more. Yeah, and it is. It's I mean, it does really start with, um, yes, there's your family, but it really starts with you. So what can I do today to add kindness to my day? You know, what can I choose today that would be kind for me today? It, if you start asking some of those questions and you start adding kindness to your day for you, like don't expect it from anybody else. Don't, ex- don't expect that you have to do it for others. But first you start with doing it for you. Because when you actually add kindness to your day by taking that five or ten minutes or you know, um, driving down to the beach and grabbing a coffee or a muffin and sitting at the beach and just, you know, soaking in the energy of nature or going for a hike or going for a bike ride. I mean, whatever is kind for you and your body, if you add that into your day, even if you only have five or 10 minutes, it does not take long just to be kind, like you said earlier. So if we start with that, if we start with a kindness and gift it to ourselves, then as that becomes a practice and as that becomes something that is more natural and more automatic, we can also do that to others and basically, like you say, like invite them to be kinder to themselves. Well, it becomes that ripple effect. And I think when you are doing something for you, you feel better. I mean, I know I did yeah. in December. That's where I got to. It was I need to take care of me. Like I, I floated yeah. through the year in, in 2017. And then it was like, okay, now wake up, Margo, you need to take care of you and you need to pay more attention. And I've done that for the last well, since December. And just it's it's been very good. I just quite enjoy myself. <laughs> sitting and you know I love being out in nature I love going down to my downstairs office and just stopping and you know doing my breathing in the morning and maybe meditation and maybe an energy pull but it's taking that time out for me and before I know it I could spend an hour and I've done for me first thing in the morning and and then I can go about my day that doesn't mean I stop the beautiful thing with that is that it actually sets the tone for the day yes so 
you know, when you, when you do that, like whether it's half an hour or an hour, you know, doesn't really matter. But when you actually choose and the first thing you choose in the morning is something that is kind for you, it does set the tone. And then it becomes easier and easier even throughout your day and throughout your week and month. Like it becomes easier and easier to add little bits of kindness throughout your day and then it starts to become automatic. And one of the things that we want to look at is, okay, so what choice would be kind for me here? Because we face choices all the time and we're constantly looking at different choices or decisions that we have to make. And if we actually add in part of the question of, huh, so here's these choices. Let's say I have like, you know, three, four, four choices that I could make. Which choice would be the kind choice for me and everybody else involved? Because you want to like, you know, like we said, like, very often we take other people into consideration, but we don't actually take ourselves into consideration. So we want to actually include us with everybody else and then see what would be kind to us and everybody else. And that's something we don't often do. That's a very good point. We're going to go to a break and we're going to come back and we're going to learn more about what we can do to be kind to ourselves. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You probably don't spend too much time talking about that place down there. Why not? There's now a show where that's mostly what we talk about and so much more. It's the Womb Happy Hour with host Lorraine Giordano. It's all about your body and the magical power you possess. Guys, you might want to tune in too. There's no reason to be squeamish. Listen for the Womb Happy Hour, broadcasting live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. There is a difference in health and wellness programs. There can be mainstream programs, and then there is something extra. That something extra is called tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper. If you want to hear some behind-the-scenes talk radio when it comes to health and wellness, the why as well as the how, be sure to tune in each week. This show will inspire you to be healthy and happy for life, as well as become the best version of yourself. Listen Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margot. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Here again is Margot Nielsen. 
Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margot. I'm here with Carlina and we're talking about kindness and how we can bring that more into our lives by being a little bit more aware of it. And Carlina, what are some of the fun ways that you like to be kind to yourself? Um, that's a great question. Um, I have like, I sorry, I have to apologize because I've been moving for the last day or two and I have no brain. Um, that also has not been a super kind thing <laughs> to me and my body. But um, wh- one is actually what we started with, what you mentioned, where you actually take five or ten minutes for you. Um, a kindness for me is also to be around nature. Um, the ocean especially is such a contribution to my body. So even in you know my daily life, like we moved into a house um, we looked at a whole bunch of different houses and we have one with a view. We left one that had an amazing view and this new one also has a view and the view is of the ocean. And it's really Mm. interesting when we look at different houses to see what the energy is like and where my body relaxes and where um, the, basically the kindness and the kind energy is in there. And we, we really do choose like that. And so we ended up in a neighborhood that is, um, it's a very kind energy, actually. It's, it's like a feel at home kind of energy. And the view is one of the ocean, which is a huge contribution. So even in the living room, like right now, everything still needs to be organized, but the couch is already sitting in front of the window so that we can (laughs) see the view because that's what contributes to our bodies. So, Really, it's it's that, and it's also the kindness of, um, you know, listening to your body. Like, one of the things that I'm still dealing with and that I'm not so great at is actually overeating because I love the taste of good food. So <laughs> once I find something yummy, it's really hard to stop. But that's an actual unkindness to my body as well. So that's something that I'm playing with actively, too, where it's, you know... It, it's the question of like, okay, would I like more? Would my body like more? Um, That's a big so topic right now. Incorporating it into every day of my life. That's a big topic, though, the overeating. It is. I've had that conversation a with one. a number of people in the last couple of weeks of just, you know, you can do good and ask questions for so long and then you almost get something and it's like an override comes up and I'm just going to continue because it tastes yeah. good, it's whatever, or it's boredom, or it's something else going on. But it, it's it's and it isn't really a kindness, like you say to your to your body. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, my body is one of the most amazing instruments that I have that I can utilize to see what is kind and what isn't kind, because my body will actually it's it's um it's kind of like one big sensor. It will tell me when to stop. It will tell me. Um, you know, what's going on, what's unkind, what is kind. The only thing I need to do is actually listen to it. And that's the key. That and is a big key. The, <laughs> it, is, it is a big key. And, <laughs> but the more you play with that and the more you practice it, the easier it gets. Because even, I'm going to use the houses as an example again, because looking at the different houses, I mean, every single house is completely different. Plus it's in a completely different neighborhood. It has different, you know, some have nature around it, some don't have nature around it. So there are so many factors. However, your body will actually 
receive all of that and the the energy that is right there with that house and the surroundings and the, your body will actually tell you you know in the way it is if it's uptight if it's relaxed um and so many other ways too like um if you're not listening your body will get more intense in trying to communicate with you and if you are listening then it is a lot more subtle so your body is a wonderful instrument to use and gauge for anything and everything, all sorts of awareness, including kindness. Well, when you're when you're paying attention to that, just in working with clients and knowing that, you know, they come in in pain or they're sore or they're whatever, and they're, they're aware of that part of it and maybe mm-hmm. not so much aware of what other things they could do or the, the fact that they keep saying the same thing over and over again. isn't quite shifting it in that way. Whereas if you can start to ask those questions, excuse me, what else is possible or how does it get any better than this? And that way I'm trying to train my people when they come in is see where you're at and any small change, note that change and have that grow. And then what else can, what else is possible from there? Yeah, and even with that, you know, you could ask, um, like when you wake up in the morning, you could ask your body, okay, body, so what would be kind for you today? What could I gift you today that would be a kindness? And it might be, you know, getting out of bed. It might be staying in bed. It might be um, having an extra long shower with the heat on your body or putting some ice on the body or going for a walk around the neighborhood or like, you know, whatever it might be, having a bath. I mean, it doesn't have to be something that is huge or big or extravagant. It can actually be something that incorporates into your daily life. But asking your body what it requires and then also seeing like where that pain alleviates Um, because there's, it's different. Like when you're in physical pain, we tend not to really go through the questions because you're in physical pain Mm -hmm. Um, until you're kind of used to asking questions. But if you're willing to, you know, well, let's say like a bath makes it feel a little bit better. If while you're in the bath, if you're willing to then start looking at what is actually going on and what your body is trying to tell you and what your body is trying to communicate with you, then one, the physical um, pain will actually be alleviated a little bit more and you can look at that question. And I think, Margot, you probably do a lot of that in your practice too where you start to alleviate the pain and then you might be able to start asking a question. But you yes. probably can't ask a question right off the bat. Well, and, and some people are open to that and some people are <laughs> want to hold on to it. <laughs> I didn't quite know how to say that. <laughs> some of us are just more willing to let it go or we're just at that point where it's time to let it go other people yes and there's nothing wrong with either way each person has their own journey to come to where they can be but I think asking questions and just starting to bring that kindness in and using that word how can I be kind to me today what what could I do for me is a really good start and, and continue to play with that. I mean, you might come up with all sorts of ideas. It's, you know, I had in my very first show, I had suggested writing down, you know, a hundred things that are fun to do or that you love to do and bringing those, incorporating those in. So you could go with the kindness. What does that mean to you? And how do you bring that more into your life? Yeah, exactly. Because and then what you're going to have for you mean. 
Yes. You know, and, and you might surprise yourself. It could be something very simple or it could be something quite extravagant. And maybe you need to go for the extravagant just because you haven't done it for a long time. Or maybe it's just, you know, sitting down and, and lighting a candle and just sitting with it for a few minutes. Or going to Carlina's house and looking at her view because you do have an amazing view. <laughs> One day Come I'm going to look at the water, Carlina. <laughs> That's always been my dream is one day on the water <laughs> or close to it. Cause I, I, water is something that I love. I love the water. I love the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. It's a huge contribution to me and my body. And I find that is a kindness as well. Um, but well, it is, it's learning, you know, asking your body and then also learning, like you said, like, you know, making a list of the things that are fun for you and are kind for, to you. Because, and usually those go hand in hand, not always, but usually they go ha hand in hand because if it's fun for you, very often it creates kindness in your world. Um, but looking at all of that, like what is kind for you? What is kind for your body? And how can you add more of that to your daily life? That's really what we want to play with and look at. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's important, I think, just to bring that back in. And because then you're going to get that ripple effect outward. When you're doing that for you, you're going to encourage other people for you. And it might mean saying no to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it and might mean. Um, it's that saying no is actually really interesting because that is, if, if you take someone who is inherently kind, saying no is actually one of the hardest things to do. Because we have judged that as being something that's unkind. Whereas if we didn't have a judgment of it, saying no could actually be one of the kindest things you could do. You know, well, for both that's parties. Not normal. Sorry? For both parties. It might be a kindness for the other yeah. person because that might enable them to step up or work with somebody different or however that comes into play. And definitely... Exactly you know, saying no sometimes. And I, I, I will tell people, I'll, I say, I give you permission to say no, just because you can see the energy that's presented in them of thinking they have to go do something. And yeah. there is that have to energy or the should, I should do this because. Yeah. And yet that's not choice. Well, it is a choice in some ways, but it's not the kindest choice for that person. Yeah, it really isn't. And, and it is actually really cool that you give them permission to say no, because most people require that permission to even do it well I do that in my corporate accounts too they say oh I wish I could go home I says take the rest of the day off it's just it's hearing it they won't do yeah. it but it's hearing that oh <laughs> there's an option here no I'll go back to work but they just it's just a different energy it just brings something different in. Uh, I wouldn't be invited back if everybody went home on the corporate days I've had my reflexology I'm done for the day bye <laughs> Sorry, Mark. <laughs> yeah, really. I'll start my first thing in the morning. <laughs> yeah, well, and a lot of times that is that is actually kind. Like there are days where leaving work is well, this is actually a great example. Leaving work is a kindness to you. It might also be a kindness to other people. You know, and yes. that's the thing, like if you're not being productive or if there's stuff going on and you are just crotchety, like, I mean, I think it's a really good term for just being in that space and there's nothing that's going to um, really change it. Like sometimes you're in that space and you actually need to physically remove yourself from somewhere to really shift the energy. 
um, th- then it's definitely a contribution to leave. You know, wh- whether you go home or you actually just go sit in a park or um, go sit by the ocean like we were talking about, even if you do that at lunchtime, like that is actually a kindness not only to you but also to those around you. Because <laughs> I'm sure we've all had moments where we're working with someone and um, they're being crotchety and then there's nothing you can do. You can walk on eggshells, but, but there's really nothing you can do to even make their day. It's very true. So we're going to go to a break, Carlina, and when we come back, we will continue our conversation on kindness. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Too many times, the medical profession tries to treat addicts with addictive medication. It's like putting them in a chemical straitjacket. This only masks the problem, but does nothing to cure it. The allopathic model for treating addiction has turned out to be a huge failure. The holistic model holds much more promise for treating and curing addiction. On Total Health Recovery, from addiction to super health. Join host Sadhu Khalsa and his guests to learn about treatments and services that work. Learn how to heal yourself and transform your life. Listen Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Addiction can affect our relationships, our families, our home, and work lives. But most importantly, ourselves. The recovery process can do wonders in the lives of people suffering from active addiction and also for those that love them. It's not just 12-step programs, but so much more. It's learning how to live life on life's terms. If you can relate to these issues or love someone who does, start with yourself. Start by tuning in to Miracles in Recovery with host Ray Lynch, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Hope is in your corner. Today's woman faces a stressful world when it comes to staying healthy. We are bombarded by media messages with contradicting ideas about fitness and nutrition. We need to keep our diet, relationships, and stress in check. It's time to get the right message and have the most fun. Join hosts Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighouse for Healthy View Radio. It's health and happiness in one show every Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margo. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margo. Here again is Margo Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margo. So Carlene and I were chatting while you were on a break. Um... Just about the word no and what it means and maybe what it can do for you. So, Carlene, tell us a little more about that. Yeah, well, the thing the thing with no is we were saying before that we have basically judged it as being an unkindness. But what if that is actually the greatest kindness in what you're dealing with? And I have an example that um, I was in not too long ago where um, we do this thing access consciousness bars and 
every week we have exchanges at my house where we trade these bar sessions. And there was this woman who was here and um, she'd come over a few times and she's not particularly liked um, in that sense. And she can be nice. Um, but I think one of the things was that she really may not enjoy running bars. And so everybody was kind of partnered up except for these two people. And she was one of them and this other lady. And so she, this woman um, asked, we'll call her Amy just because I need a name for somebody. Um, So Amy asked this other lady, you know, would you like to exchange bars? And she was, she kind of hummed and hawed and was, didn't know how to say it. And then finally said like, no. And I was like, wow. And the beautiful thing about it was she actually chose what was kind for her body. And she said, no, I'm not willing to actually trade bars with you. And that's not an easy thing to say because we have that judgment that it's unkind. But the thing is, that was the kindest thing for her body to actually choose and for her. And so I was a host. And so I was like, okay, well, now I have to step in. So I told my partner that I'm really sorry, but I'm going to have to switch even though we'd already started. And I offered that lady to exchange with my partner. And I went and exchanged with the lady that nobody wanted to partner with. And so I ran her bars first and, you know, that was fine. And then we, like, we traded and I received bars and I got a really good dose of why this other lady said no, because it was one of the unkindest things that I could have experienced. And it was one of probably the worst bar sessions that I've ever had. And I had a headache, my body was hurting and I didn't stop at any point. I just kept going and I was processing in my mind and I was asking questions, but I didn't actually go, you know what? No, thank you. Um, I'm quite okay. You can go home now. I actually never chose that kindness for me. And I didn't even see that as a possibility. Hmm. And so later I was looking at it and I was like, oh my God, like, that was the most unkind thing that I could have done for me and my body ever. And then I looked at where this lady said no. And I was like, wow, she was actually willing to say something and say no, no matter how uncomfortable that might've been, but that was the kindest choice for her and her body. And so it was really interesting to see where, again, I am kinder to other people, like making sure that everybody else is taken care of rather than myself and not being willing to say no at any point. But whereas that no, like saying no would have actually been much kinder for me in that instance. Well, sometimes you don't always have that awareness though at the time. And as a host, I mean, I get it when you're hosting the bars exchange, you do want people to kind of be taken care of in a way they come for a reason. Absolutely. And you know, and that that's the interesting thing where it's not always easy. And now, now that I have that awareness and now that I've looked at all that, that is the thing of like looking at it and going, yeah, I won't actually choose that again. I mean, if that situation were to occur, you know, now I would probably just say, thank you. I'm happy to run your bars, but I don't require mine. Mm. That's because a good that way to do it so that you're not... Me. 
I'm not saying <laughs> that you don't want her to run yeah. your bars in that way. <laughs> but uh, that that's learning though, isn't it? And it is kind it of is. evaluating how you felt afterwards and what could you have done differently? Yeah. And that's where, I mean, information is, you know, golden. Like there, when we have information, we can make better um, informed choices. And that's what this is too. And like you say, before that, you know, I didn't quite have the awareness in a way that I have it now by actually choosing the unkindness, by choosing um, to do what needed to be done so that everybody else was taken care of, it showed me exactly where I wasn't willing to choose for me, I wasn't including me, and I wasn't listening. Because so good I awarenesses. Had... Sorry? Good awarenesses. After the yeah, fact, right? I mean, and, and sometimes and that's where we need to go. Yeah, and you know, the thing with, um, with that like those choices, when I start asking questions about kindness, things like that do show up. And the beautiful thing is that you get more and more and more awareness and more uh, situations show up where you can gain more awareness. Now, it doesn't actually mean you have to go through it the hard way like I did. (laughs) You could actually just ask for the awareness and ask for the information and look at it. Like this is, Um, What this other lady did, she kind of looked at the energy and she's like, no, I'm sorry. Like, that's not actually something I'm here to actually have my bars run and feel better after. That's not going to do it. So that doesn't match the energy. So, no, I'm not going to choose that. And I chose the harder way, but I got so much out of it, (laughs) which is a great thing. So, well, it's good you you yeah. got you got the awarenesses and whatnot afterwards because then you're going to know another time when that energy presents itself again. Wait a minute here. This kind of feels like that time. I'm not going to choose that this time. Exactly, and that is an actual kindness for me. Yeah. Now so, the other all, thing that I wanted to mention too is that the word no. Often when we say the word no, we actually separate from whatever it is that we're saying no to, and. I think that's where the unkindness actually comes in because when somebody offers me, oh, like I'll use my kid as an, as an example when he was younger because he would get candy or something and he would be so thrilled with it. He would be so happy with it and it would give him so much joy that he would then offer me some because he wanted to share that joy and he wanted to share that happiness with me. And if I didn't want candy, I would just say, no, I'm good, thanks. But the funny thing is, is like when I did that once or twice, it really shut down his energy. And so I started flipping it around. And when he would then offer me um, like candy that made him so happy and joyful, I would be like, oh, thank you. And no, my body doesn't want to write. Sorry, my body doesn't want it right now. But because I said thank you first and I actually received the gift that he was giving to me, it wasn't a rejection. And that unkindness that we call it wasn't actually there. Does that make sense? It does, yes. So much sense. So you can receive a gift not even if you don't want it. Because I, I, I probably had similar situations where I've said no and you could see that person just kind of dropped like yeah. their energy went whereas if you know like you said say thank you first I don't require it right now or can I have one for later or whatever it is so that you keep 
keep that energy flow with them going. It's a good point about gifts, though, like anything like that. Absolutely. But, and, you know, the wonderful thing is, is that, um, we, like we often say, no, thank you. But if we say thank you, no, it changes everything. Ah, it's the thank it. you first. Yeah. Because you receive it first. So that kindness is still there and there's no separation. And then because you've received it and you've not separated, then when you say no, it's much softer, it's not as harsh, and there's actually no separation. And that's, that's where the kindness comes in. Very smart. Yeah, I like cool, it. Huh? So, <laughs> you know, that's something that we can incorporate into every day of our lives, like not only with other people, but also with ourselves. So whether somebody gives it to us or whether we're gifting to somebody else, you know, receive all of their energy of receiving, even if they do it differently, but receive all of the energy and receive the joy that it was for us to gift it to them, whether they can receive it or not. But don't buy into the separation. Don't buy into the no. That's awesome. I like that. Good thing to play with is receiving that. And, and... Because you do, you get great joy in, in giving things to people. Yeah. And yeah. then have that joy, whether they receive it or not, but still continue that joy. And likewise, when they, you know, you're given something is receive it. And and so a lot of it is about receiving, too. A lot of it is about receiving. <laughs> um, and especially, you know, when you're talking about kindness and, and not separating, it is all about receiving, no matter what it is. You know, I mean, if my son gives me a candy that is absolutely horrible and I hate it, I'm still going to go, thank you, that's so sweet, thank you. And then maybe I'll pretend to eat it or maybe I'll just throw it in the garbage the first chance I get. <laughs> but, you know, whatever it might be, um, it's still I'm receiving it. I'm receiving all of that energy that he's willing to gift to me. And that is actually a gift to me. It is. I can just see the joy in that. Or I can yeah. feel the joy almost of, of the two of you. <laughs> you know, you just get yeah. that, oh, wow. And <laughs> especially knowing yeah, that. <laughs> and, and really, like, what if that is the, the same with every person in this world? Well, it, yeah. I mean, I look at even my dog, just taking him out, how joyful he gets. And, yeah. you know, sometimes it bugs me because he jumps around like a kangaroo almost <laughs> at the door, all, all excited to go. You'd think he'd never went out every day, but... <laughs> But then there's other days I look at it and just think, God, look how happy he is. If only we could all just be that happy on going outside. <laughs> exactly. On the most simple thing that you do multiple times in a day. Woo, it's a new day. I can go out. <laughs> oh, it would be cool to bring that kind of energy to, to our day. We're going to go to a break. So come on back with Carlina. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Too many times, the medical profession tries to treat addicts with addictive medication. It's like putting them in a chemical straitjacket. This only masks the problem, but does nothing to cure it. The allopathic model for treating addiction has turned out to be a huge failure. The holistic model holds much more promise for treating and curing addiction. On total health recovery, from addiction to super health. Join host Sadhu Khalsa and his guests to learn about treatments and services that work. Learn how to heal yourself and transform your life. 
Listen Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin, breast cancer survivors and advocates. They help by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margot. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Here again is Margot Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Carlina, you have a really great question asking... Is there room in your life to receive kindness? Is that what how you phrased it? Carlina. Oh, sorry. I, I was muted for a second and talked to you on mute. I apologize about that. I didn't hear you. Um, yes, that is the question. So is there room in your life to receive kindness? Um, so we were talking a little bit about receiving. And this mm-hmm. is a question that I do like to ask people because as you choose more kindness, then also comes the receiving of that kindness, whether from yourself or from other people. And one of the things that we tend to do is we have barriers up. And barriers are any kind of decisions we've made, points of views that we have, judgments that we have. All of those create a barrier where your receiving actually stops or slows down. And that's one of the things, if you're looking and asking to receive more kindness and to have more kindness in your life and your world, then you have to be willing to be more vulnerable. And when you have your barriers down, that's actually that vulnerability. And in this world, that vulnerability is kind of a bad word. Um, Even the other day, I think I was listening to a commercial and they were like, you know, don't do this because it makes you more vulnerable. And I was like, Oh, well, that's the opposite of everything that I practice every day. Because <laughs> um, it really is. The more vulnerable you are, the barriers are actually down. And the thing that's so opposite of what we think in this world is when your barriers are down, nothing can actually stick to you, so nothing can hurt you. Whereas what we're taught in this world is to put your barriers up so that nothing can actually hurt you. But the thing is, when your barriers are up, Um, things can actually stick to you and that's when you get hurt. Like if you have a point of view about something or you made a decision about something, 
um, somebody, you know, comes in and says something about that and that means a lot to you or that's very valuable to you, that point of view or whatever it might be, then we actually start to get hurt through that. Whereas if you didn't have a point of view, so if all your barriers were down and if you had no judgment, then you're complete space. And so when somebody says something to you or says something mean or tries to hurt you, because you don't have a judgment and you have no barriers and you have no points of view, your complete space, it goes right through you. And that's what you want to do with receiving kindness is you basically don't want to have any barriers up. You don't want to have points of view about things. You don't want to have judgments about things. The less judgments, the less points of views you have, the more barriers are down, the more space that you are allowing everything to be received. And the other part of that um, receiving kindness is something that actually makes all of this easier, which is gratitude, to be in Mm. gratitude. Now, when you're in gratitude there's actually no judgment that can exist. So you cannot, um, you can't judge anything. You can't have a point of view about things. Um, You're not going to agree with things. You're not going to resist things because that simply isn't there. When you actually go into gratitude, there's just the space of receiving. So it makes receiving kindness that much greater. And one of the easy ways that I would um, suggest people go into gratitude is to do something called like a gratitude journal or the gratitude exercise mm-hmm. where basically you ask, you know, what three or five or 10 things am I grateful for right now? Whether it's today or you do that a couple times a day, but what am I grateful for right now? And start listing them off. Even if it's, you know, your dog jumping up and down and being happy to go outside <laughs> 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 or, you know, being grateful because, Um, you have an amazing view from your home or you happen to be driving by and you could stop off and go to the park or go to the beach, like whatever it is you're grateful for, you know, the partner you live with or um, the person that just opened the door for you or the flowers that are in bloom because it's springtime. Really, it can be anything and everything. But when you start playing with that question, what am I grateful for today? you actually start going into gratitude when you look at all the things you're grateful for. And that's what creates this space of complete receiving because your barriers cannot remain up. If you play with that, like ask, you know, what 10 things am I grateful for today? And really look at like, and look at them and list the things that you are grateful for you'll find that your body actually relaxes into the question. Your body starts to relax because your barriers go down and there's nothing that is actually that you're holding up in resistance to anything anymore. Well, and it is a good space to be in as being grateful. And and you you could list a whole lot of things if you really sat down and thought about, you know, all the things that we do have in our life that sometimes we take for granted. So bringing that awareness of, you know, having a house over, you know, a roof over your head, just what we might perceive as just, oh, yeah, that's those things. And yet those are huge in many ways for a lot of people. They are. And they're not, I mean, we do take them for granted. We take for granted that we live in a nice house. We take for granted that we have a view or we can go down to the ocean or we can go for a hike. I mean, 
you know, you and I, um, Margo, we live here in Vancouver, and so there is so much nature here. There is so much to do and play with and things to go see. And there's a lot of different cities that have so many different things um, to go and see and to play in and to go do and keep us active. But we take that for granted because it's our city. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing. It's the same as, you know, you say living in the house and having a roof over your head. Because it becomes so normal and you're used to it and it's an everyday thing, you actually take it for granted. So what if you were to look at all of those things? You know, you're maybe you're grateful for the color of your walls. Who knows? But like, like you were saying, Margo, like list them all. And the reason that I ask for somewhere like three to five or ten is because we do tend to go into like, well, there's only so many things I'm grateful for, and then we try to force it. But if mm. you're willing to actually just ask for a few and then do it every day and try try for them to be different. They don't have to be because if you're grateful for something or someone, then that's what is. But try to look at all of the others. Like you said, Margo, there's probably a list of at least 100 things that you could be grateful for. Um, we might not be able to find 100 things in one go. So just start small and keep adding. Yeah, I, I did a gratitude journal for a while. And then I did look at another class or through my secret business, we had done this thing. And it was one of the one of the exercises was every day was to read your list of 10 things that you're grateful for. <clears throat> Just so you stay in that space of gratitude. So we want to ask ourselves, what are we grateful for daily? And what kindness can I do for me and my body? So that we start training, not training ourselves, but I guess building a muscle, so to speak, of of doing those things for ourselves to add more ease, joy, and glory in our life. Exactly. And kindness. And (laughs) kindness. Oh, yes, indeed. So, Carlina, thank you so much for joining me today. I've had fun with you. If anybody would like to get in touch with you, how might they do that? Um, you can go to carlina.ca and check out my website. It's still under construction, but it's a start. And um, you can also email me at talktocarlina at gmail.com, which is talk, T-A-L-K-T-O-K-A-R-L-I-N-A at gmail.com. Awesome. Thank you, Carlina. Next week, I'm going to be joined by Alison Armstrong, and our topic is about understanding men and understanding women. So have a magical week and do something kind for yourself and be grateful for you. Thank you, Margo. It's been wonderful Thanks, being Carolina. here. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join your host, Margo Nielsen, for another edition of Healthy Energy with Margo. We're live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. What positive energy can you attract in the coming week? 